Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is uh, Monday, Monday, March 23rd. How are you doing, huh? Uh, it's late. I totally forgot what day it was, and that is how quarantine watch week number two is going. I am just forgetting the days. I didn't realize today was today until... Literally like 20 minutes ago. Oh, I should probably film this podcast because um, I miss you guys. And you guys are my only friends. So, that being said, how was your week? Dope, dope. I like it. I like it. You staying safe? Amazing, amazing. Tell you my, I said hi. Um, I didn't realize that I missed St. Patty's Day. And I know that's like maybe not be a big deal for you guys, but this past week I totally fucking forgot about St. Patty's Day. I just, for whatever reason, and if you guys have been listening to this podcast for any extended period of time, you realize that um, you would know that St. Patty's Day is my favorite holiday in the history of all holidays. I've said it before, I'll say it again, St. Patty's Day is my favorite holiday. Maybe it's the Boston boy in me. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I was a leprechaun in my past life. Who knows? But I did not drink anything on St. Patty's Day, which is probably a first. I don't think I've never not drank on St. Patty's Day. Um, I don't think I've never not gone out on St. Patty's Day. There's been times where I like go out late and there's some days where, you know, I had to work. But basically, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize I would miss St. Patty's Day until, until like, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night. And some people were like, hey, you could probably still go out to drink. Well, we were, A, we were quarantined. But 10 p.m., I feel like 10 a.m. is late to get started on St. Patty's Day. I don't even drink that much anymore. But I was like, hey, you know what? Let's throw caution into the wind. And uh, I probably would have gotten fucked up uh, out 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 here in these Albuquerque streets, you know, tomorrow we, uh, Albuquerque will be officially locked down. I know that like, there's a bunch of, um, a bunch of cities that are already doing it, state of California, but, uh, Albuquerque will be in effect. All non-essential roles will be locked down tomorrow. So what does that mean? That means I'm still going to be here. That literally means I'm still going to be here, not telling dick jokes at night. I haven't told dick jokes in like three weeks and I miss it because that's who I am. That is how I go out and I socialize with the world. I go out and I take a microphone. I tell jokes to a room full of strangers and it feels good. (laughs) It's like social distancing, right? Nothing is more socially distancing than an open mic in Albuquerque, New Mexico on a Wednesday night. People over there, and I'm here, and people over there. And when I mean over there, I mean in a different place altogether, right? Different part of the city. Uh, But what's crazy is because, you know, I write a lot of jokes, right? I write a lot of jokes, premises, thoughts, and just kind of like jot it down. And before I leave for the house, before I leave the house at night, I look it down. I go, okay, let's try this, 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 and this, right? And like four or five things. Try to remember. Boom, in the head. And um, I see if they work or not. You know, go out there. I'll do three or four sets in a night. And I just do more or less the same joke. 
uh, try to move it around, try to make it work. And then I know either it works, it could work, it doesn't work, uh, it's a work in progress. But now I'm three weeks in and I haven't gone out, so now I've just got three weeks of just shit. I don't even know if it's going to work or not. I'm backlogged, if you will, which is not necessarily a bad thing to do or to, to be in, right? Not necessarily a bad situation to be in. That's English, Loy. Not necessarily a bad predicament to find yourself in because there's some comics that just never write new shit, right? Maybe their old shit is great shit and they just never not, they just never not try new things or never, wow, I'm stuttering. Uh, <laughs> there's some comics that just never try new things, right? It's always the same stuff. Not me, bro. Not me. I'm out, I'm out here trying to win it. I'm in it to win it. So I'm out here just stockpiling these premises, and I'm ready. I'm ready for this quarantine to be over, and I'm just hit you with just all of these random premises to see if they work. It's, gonna take, it's literally going to take me like three weeks to try to sort all of this shit out when we finally get out there. And um, on top of that, I'm trying to uh, put together my album, you know, as far as like the joke structure, uh, the jokes, the lineups. I'm also trying to figure like the actual logistics, where, when, how, all of those things. And that's stressful because, I don't know, I've never done it. Yeah. I'm trying to record an album, 35, 45 minutes, somewhere in there. Uh, and I've never done it before. So that is stressful. Will it work? I don't know. But I do hope as soon as this gets over, I can film it and put it out and have you guys can have it. You guys figure out what to do with it. <laughs> uh, man, what, what happened this week? I wrote notes. So if you're watching the video version of this and not just the audio, if you're watching the video on YouTube, I'm looking down because I actually prepared notes. I know. You're like, who is this savage? Who is this savage that is putting notes together? I'm a new guy, right? This is quarantine loy. Um, Kenny Rogers passed away uh, this past week, and he was 80 years old. I, I think they said it had something to do with corona, so that's sad. And uh, if you know me a little bit, you know that The Gambler is probably one of my favorite songs. And uh, I try to quote it whenever I can, you know. And that's, that's the song that I sing when I wash my hands while being quarantined. Uh, the Gambler. Gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Never count your money. While you're sitting at the table, there'll be time for count. Okay. You're like, Jesus Christ, Lord. I know. You know the song. But that's, that's like how long it takes to wash your hands. All right? What song do you sing? Huh? Alphabet? Not as dope as The Gambler. And uh, it made me sad. The first thing I realized, or the first thing I thought of when I heard that he passed was like, on a train bound for nowhere, a gambler, he broke even. And um, rest in peace, you know. I, Kenny Rogers does have, like, a weird little thing in my, in my childhood. Like, my dad listened to it. And I don't have a lot of memories of my dad, um, like, in general. But I do remember, like, in the mornings, he would listen to the Kenny Rogers, the Gambler album. 
And for whatever reason, like the album cover, you see like he's a silver fox, full beard. I mean, Kenny Rogers has been 90 years old for the last 90 years. Like he just never. And maybe it was on the album, maybe because he looked old. Maybe I just, I don't know. I was a kid. I just assumed like that song was forever old. But back in the 80s, like it was a brand new song. You know, it was a brand new album. Like I can't picture my dad just going to like Sam Goody or fucking Tower Records or wherever you bought albums back then and just being like, hey, uh, that Kenny Rogers, that new Kenny Rogers joint, you got that? Yeah, bet. Let's buy it. I want that. And then he like, comes home and he tears the, ser- the the fucking clear wrap off of it, puts it down on the record player, and he puts the record... Your lady, I'm your knight in shining armor. And I love you. <laughs> and my dad just eyes closed, swag. I can't picture my dad that. Like, that is, um, I, shit. <laughs> uh, you know, there is a, song, a Kenny Rogers song that does, like, encapsulate my, my thoughts and feelings of, like, being a stand-up comic. You know, being a stand-up comic is, is not easy. Like, let's... But I, it's definitely not easy. I will say that uh, being the spouse of an artist, being a spouse of uh, or a significant other of a stand-up comedian or even a musician is um, has got to be hard. Got to be very hard. And there's a song that um, that makes me feel like re- real warm and fuzzy inside. And if I was a lesser man, I would cry. Uh, just like two tears. From my right eye, that's it. Just two tears if I was a lesser man, um, because uh, this song definitely reminds me of my relationship with my wife. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of songs. There's like a small handful of songs that remind me of like being a stand-up comic, and um, uh, this is kind of one of them. It's the Kenny Rogers song called "She Believes in Me." Yeah, I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, and here's here's the lyrics: While she lays sleeping. I stay out late at night and play my songs. And sometimes all the nights can be so long. And it's good when I finally make it home all alone. While she lays dreaming, I try to get undressed without the light. And quietly she says, how was your night? And I come to her and say, it was all right. And I hold her tight. And she believes in me. I'll never know just what she sees in me. I told her someday, if, I, if she was my girl, I could change the world with my little songs, and I was wrong. But she has faith in me, and so I go on trying faithfully. And who knows, maybe on some special night, if my song is right, I'll find a way. I'll find a way. Um... Yeah, like that kind of just hits home. It hits me right in the in the feels, in the feeling of wow. Cause that's how I that's how I spent like that's how I spend most of my life right now. Where I go out late at night and tell my jokes, and I come home and I try to get undressed without the light on, and um, you know three four sets a night every fucking night. A lot of them are open mics where they're just not great. And she'll ask me, how was your night? And I go, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. 
I don't have like I wish I could give her detail. Like I wish I could just be like, yeah, and then just kind of break it down. But I, I don't. Like one day, one day I want to just sit her down and just go. Here are all the recordings of all of the sets that I've been doing, and um, she believes in me. I don't know what she sees in me. Um, but she believes in me. And, you know, partially it's my fault. I'll say partially she believes in me because uh, when I was still getting, I'm still coming up. When I was starting comedy, uh, she would always tag me on places like Instagram, tag me on photos of like faraway places, Bora Bora or um, I don't know, wherever. And uh, nice places, Greece, fucking Maldives, like all of these exotic places. And she goes, I want to go there one day. And I go, yes, we'll go. Comedy will take us. Just be patient. Eight years later, she is patient as ever, and uh, I fucking love her. So I'm not crying. It's uh, the coronavirus in my eyes. That's all. Uh, but no, I feel like that song definitely, definitely, definitely uh, encapsulates how I feel a lot of nights. And I love the fact that she believes in me. And I think as an artist, whatever artist, whatever art you do, you have to find a spouse, a significant other that believes in you. That's it. If, she, if they believe in you, then you can c- accomplish anything. If they don't believe you in you, then um, just quit. Quit the relationship or quit your fucking passion. Just go, go back to the office work because you can't fight the odds and fight them at the same time. That is the words of wisdom. Find a woman... And she believes in me. I don't know what she sees in me. Lady. Okay. Uh, and if you're curious, if you're curious, I, I've, I've said it before, but they're the other songs that kind of remind me of, um, of being a stand-up comedian is uh, George Strait, Amarillo by Morning. You know, he's a rodeo guy. And uh, he's just trying his best to get to the next rodeo. And that's like what a comic is. I'm just trying to get to the next gig. I'm trying to get to the next gig. And he talks about like how he's lost a wife and a girlfriend. Um, he broke his leg. He, he's lost a saddle. And he doesn't have anything, but he's free. And he's just trying to make it to um, Amarillo by morning. That is how I feel about uh, my life could be. But I found my wife. So... Um, is there another one? Uh, another George Strait song. Fucking make it to Cheyenne, you know? He calls his girl, and he's like, hey, I didn't make the qualifiers in the rodeo, but uh, I'm coming home. She's like, hey, you know what? Don't come home. Don't come home. Uh, when you get, Because when you get here, I won't even be here. Um, didn't work out. I'm going to be with somebody else. And he kind of just drops the phone, and he walks to his truck, and he's like, if I leave right now, I could probably make it to Cheyenne, which is like the next rodeo. Um, and I feel like that just means that there's, you just got to be focused. That reminds me. Ah, okay. Okay, Lloyd, you're fucking depressing. I know, I know. Amarillo by morning, up from San Antonio. Everything that I got. Is just what I got on. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Man, uh, this quarantine thing has kind of got me a little crazy. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, uh, I've been picking up hobbies, right? 
Uh, I just cleaned all of my sneakers. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on like, oh, this is how you clean fucking sneakers. Hey, what's going on, YouTube? Today's I got a new fucking dirty pair of sneakers. I don't know if that's a thing, a new dirty pair of sneakers. But um, I guess it is now, right? Uh, so I was like, hey, yeah, I got sneakers. Let me, um, I got sneakers that are dirty. I could probably do this. So I got like sneaker cleaner kit and been fucking cleaning those. Um, you know, the thing about Amazon is that here in Albuquerque, we don't even have Amazon like next day. We don't have Amazon next day. We got Amazon Prime, but there's like no next day. It's like I've order it on Monday, and I'll be lucky if I get it by Wednesday. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, I was making a joke about, like, how fast Amazon Prime is, and people are like, I've never heard of same day. In LA, you can get same day fucking Amazon. DC, you can get same, same day Amazon Prime shit. Like, you order it, and you get a notification like, hey, it'll be there in two hours. Dope. Like, I want it to go so fast where you go enter... And then you put your hand out, and then somebody just puts it in your hand. Um, like, Amazon know, Like, I want Amazon to know what I'm going to order before I order it. Like, I want to get a package in the mail just being like, oh, huh, I guess I'm repairing watches now. I guess that's what Amazon thinks that I'm going to do. It's going to be like Minority Report. And they're just like, you're a watch repairman now. Which is funny because I have uh, I bought a watch repair kit, and um, I've changed the batteries on all my watches. I've literally ch- taken the links out of all the watches. Uh, all my watches fit. All my watches are on time. All the batteries are changed. Like this shit, quarantine, man. It's like getting done all of the things that we're supposed to do beforehand. Now I'm doing it. You know, um, I didn't. You know, this quarantine thing, and I'm going to just keep on talking about it because that's on my life right now. But, like, my internet service has slowed down so much because everybody in my neighborhood, in all the adjoining neighborhoods, they're all home 24-7. They're all home. Nobody leaves. Everybody's on the internet. Fucking Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, fucking Disney Plus, YouPorn, fucking all of it. Pornhub. That's what it is. Fucking everyone's live streaming, only fans, fucking all of it. Fans only, whatever. Farmers only. Um, it's gotten so bad where it just takes forever during the day to, to load anything. So I've gone back to this uh, pastime called um, reading. Yeah, like words on pages bound together in a, a book. Yeah, they're like web pages. Yeah, like a lot like web pages, but less pictures, no links, physical, analog, words on paper, printed. And uh, I didn't realize how much reading I was going to get done. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to buy new, more fucking books, bro. I know everything about books. As you can tell, I don't fucking read in general. Uh, but the internet is so infuriating. It's so infuriatingly slow. And I called up uh, whatever the fucking internet provider is and they're like yeah everyone's home bro nothing you can do I was like give me the max plan and he goes you did not hear anything I said I said it's not gonna matter 
So yeah, reading books. I'm going to start scrapbooking in the next week or two. But it's cool. It's cool. Uh, a lot of time to read. Uh, a lot of time to just, uh, you know, get my shit in order. Uh, bills paid, dope. You know, I put myself on payment plans. I have been um, thinking about my next album. I've been thinking about all of these things because I have time. All of the silence, like all the noise around the world has just come down to like silence. And now it feels good to just be able to get shit done. And um, maybe because of the getting the shit done and not having anywhere to go and every day kind of seems the same. Like, I'm losing track of time. That's why I'm doing this at fucking, what is it, 11 o'clock, uh, midnight? It's midnight now. Holy shit, it's midnight. And as you can tell, I'm not wearing a watch. I just told you I have all my watches repaired, but I don't even have a watch. Uh, do I have a watch? I don't have a watch. Okay. Uh, what else is going on, people? Um... Uh, yeah, so people have been asking me, like, how do I like Albuquerque? And I don't know what I talked about Albuquerque this la- in the last podcast, but uh, I don't know. I'll fucking talk about it again. Shit's beautiful. Albuquerque is, is, is beautiful. Um, it feels like a really, 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 really big small town, you know. Uh, people are nice. A little naive. People, people are nice, um, especially with this lockdown looming and the, the the whole quarantine like I went out um the last three weeks I think I've only been out of the house like twice uh pick up like prescriptions and stuff like that stuff for the in-laws and I went to Walgreens to buy milk or something and uh, I was wearing a mask now if you see my Instagram like whenever I travel I always wear a mask um uh, it's a mask I've been wearing um and the manager like super nice guy he was like, hey, um, if you could remove your mask, because we don't, you know, especially in this uncertain time, we don't want to scare people, right? Um, and I was like, okay. So I took the mask off, and then he was like, uh, I mean, if you need to wear a mask, I guess. <laughs> uh, I guess, you know, you should probably put the mask back on. And I get it. I get it. Like, he didn't know what to do. He just saw, he didn't, because there's not a lot of Asian people here. He saw me as Asian, go, fuck, put the mask back on, you know. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Like, I've never seen so many Asian people on the news ever uh, in, like, just so many consecutive days. It's fine. Um, yeah, Albuquerque is nice. The food here, it's a little, it's like, the food is good. It's not great. Food here is like, it's like suburban, you know? You can get all your fast food. You can get Whataburger. You can get Whataburger, which is, I don't know what the hype is about. Uh, it's not a bad burger, but it's not like, people are like, oh, it's way better than uh, In-N-Out. In-N-Out's good. Whataburger's fine. Like, uh, it doesn't, doesn't do anything for me either way. Uh, but Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box is, you can get Whataburger, Jack in the Box, you can get fucking all of the other ones, right? McDonald's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Del Taco, Taco Bell. Like, yeah, Del Taco, Taco Bell, Whataburger, Jack in the Box. Like, those are your options. You've got options here. And, um, I mean, am I talking fast food? I'm only talking fast food. Uh, you know, 
they try to put green chili on everything. Like, that's the thing. Green chili, it's a New Mexico thing, right? It's good. It's just green hatch chilies or red hatch chilies, and they blend them up, and it's like a sauce. And you can get that on a burger from any of the fast food joints. You just go, hey, can, can I get a quarter pounder with chili, green chili? And they'll do it. No problem. They love that shit out here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very interesting. You'll see, like, red chilies hanging from, uh, like, the dried ones. Like, that is their shit. Like, they just hang it, and they just go, hey, this, welcome to New Mexico. And the New Mexico flag is everywhere. It's like a, it's like a yellow uh, flag with a sun. It looks like a red sun. It, 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 it's like a stick. If, if a sun was a stick figure, that's what the, the, the flag would look like. And uh, it's called a Zia, right? And people have that shit tattooed, and they have that shit on their car. It's like, they love that shit. We had 320 days of sunshine, of sun, 320 plus days of sun. And they're like, hey, let's draw the sun everywhere else. They love the sun out here. Uh, it's beautiful. Like uh, me and my newfound comedian friends, we've been hanging out a lot before the, um, before the shutdown. And uh, going to, there's like a bunch of casinos. We go to the casinos for the cheap food. You, know, you can get a $4 hamburger at, uh, at the Sandia Casino. That's where we go late night, never closes. And uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. I really am enjoying it. It's cheap. It's it's traffic is not bad. The traffic is amazing if you factor in how horrible the drivers are out here. Now I know I just came from D.C. and I came from L.A. and I fucking grew up in Boston. Everyone's like, oh, these are horrible drivers. No, 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 no. Nay, my friend. Nay, Albuquerque drivers literally do not observe any of the rules of the road. Like it doesn't surprise me when I see a car going the same direction as I am on the freeway, but he's on the other side of the freeway. That shit does not surprise me. If I were to see somebody U-turn on the freeway, that would not surprise me out here. Like when you're caught, like if you're driving up to a green light, you're driving, you see a green light, you still got to fucking look both ways. Why? Because people just go YOLO and go through the red light. It doesn't matter. Like, I will stand at a four-way stop and watch it like I'm watching NASCAR waiting for a fucking accident because it is more than a handful out here. Like, the drivers out here are so horrible, they don't have the term Asian driver out here. Like, that is not a term. Like, an Asian driver is literally par if not a better driver than most drivers out here. So I'm amazed that as shitty as drivers as they are out here, that the traffic is not bad. We went to a mall 20 minutes from here, and we came back during rush hour, and Google was going through the roof, like black, fucking red, uh, heavy traffic. Stay where you are. Don't go. Too much traffic. 25 minutes. That's it. Five extra minutes. Five extra minutes and people lose their goddamn minds out here. They before we got here, there was uh they just started up a new public transportation. It's called Art Albuquerque Rapid Transport Transport, whatever. And uh every day there's a fucking accident. There's an accident with the art bus. And most of them are people crashing into the art bus. There's like an art bus lane 
clearly, clearly signed Art Bus Lane painted. You can't miss it. And then there's a you know the the urinal lane. The Art Bus is to your left. And then there's lights. And then people will just take a left in front of the Art Bus, and the Art Bus will hit them, or they'll crash in the Art Bus, or they'll jaywalk and get hit by the Art Bus. Like that's how bad the drivers are. They can't see a public transportation bus. That, yeah, I feel at home basically. <laughs> but the people are the people are cool. It's like a, it's like a it's think of like the valley in L.A. or you know like a big suburb. It's a huge suburb, but there is no major city nearby. We are the major city. It's six hundred fifty people. Um, twenty five thirty minutes to get anywhere tops to get to the other side of town, and um. It's just crazy suburbia, and I like it because you know people are nice out here. People are nice generally. Um, it's like a great MMA community. I like. I won't get too much into sports because I have a new sports podcast. Hey, it's called Top of the Third, uh, where I just talk about topical sports stuff. But I I do like the fact that. It is like an MMA community out here. Uh, a bunch of UFC champions fights out of here. Uh, they train out here. They live up here. And um, even the most casual fan of MMA out here, they have a solid understanding of what's going on. That's the reason why, like, I couldn't go to a bar like in DC. I couldn't go, you know, in L- especially in LA. I couldn't really go to a bar out there and watch the UFC because just the obnoxiousness of people not knowing what's going on and just being like, oh, just punch him in the face. Just punch him in the face. Made me want to punch that guy in the face, right? So I just never really went out. But now, now I feel like you can go to a bar, go to the casino, and um, you can actually have a solid conversation about somebody that actually has an idea what's going on. Great, great. So I like Albuquerque, right? Gas is cheap. Everything out here is cheap. Everything's cheap, cheap to live. And uh, they have their own airport. The airport was crazy. Dropped, uh, had to drop uh, the in-laws off at the airport. It was like no traffic. I thought they were taking us like the back way. Nope, just the way. They just took us the way. And like you would not, I didn't even think that that was the airport. Like I just took a right. Like no traffic. I thought we were going to the back way. Took a right. And like, oh, there's the airport. Huh. And I really felt like I could have just dropped them off on curbside, put the emergency lights on, get out of the car, and then see them to the gate. Like, I felt like it was just that sleepy. And um, parking's cheap. I think it's like $10 a day, something crazy like that, where you go, fuck, $10 a day. Uh, We were looking at the TSA line, and the TSA line, there was like nobody in the TSA line. There was like nobody. TSA approved. It, It just looked like... Yeah, it looked like it looked like the zombie apocalypse. It was crazy, um, but yeah, like so, I'm excited to be here. And um, like I said, comedy is good. It's not great. Uh, very very low ceiling, but the fact is, I can get up. I can get. I can hit all the mics. I can get, you know, fifteen twenty minutes uh, sets a week. You know, I can get. I can get seven to ten sets a week, which is a little on the low side for me, but. Some of them will be 10 to 20 minutes, which I, I, I don't know that you guys don't know, but like I've been talking for 32 minutes now. It's not easy. But being able to tell jokes, 
for 20 minutes at an open mic, that's a completely different skill set. So I felt like I'm getting stronger and um, I got my confidence back because people are like, oh my God, that's, you know, this is, we need somebody like this in the scene and, uh, you know, they're praising me, which I didn't feel like I got that in D.C. Like in D.C., like this thing, I didn't want to be praised, but I just want to be, I just want to be told that I can do the work. Oh, you did the job. You did the job. The job is done. That's that's what I needed. And uh, I didn't get that. I didn't get that at all. Like, one of the ways that you find out that you, you do well is that you get booked for shit. When you don't get booked for shit, like, that is the uh, indication that you didn't, you probably didn't do well. At least that's how I correlated in my mind. You don't get booked. You didn't do well. Um, yeah. You, you didn't get booked. You didn't do well. And I wasn't getting booked where I thought I should be or could be. And, um, yeah, fucked with my mind. But being back here or being here has definitely gotten that groove back in me. Um, and I'm ready. I'm ready for the next step. Ready to record that album. Ready to put that, put it together. And um, really just hand it out to you guys. Here you go. You guys figure it out. Enjoy it. Book me. Give me book. Call your comedy club. Let them know that you want to see me. Um, yeah, man. That's that's about it. So I'll talk more about uh, Albuquerque and more coronavirus quarantine stuff. So. But uh, it's uh, about 32, 33 minutes in, right? So on that note, I will uh, bid you guys adieu. Um, you know, for the people that, uh, that do listen, uh, I, I do want to say thank you very much. It, it, it will keep me sane in these crazy times. I hope you guys are safe. I do love you guys very, very much. Um, please, 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 please leave a comment, uh, rate this. Just let me know that, um, let me know that you listened and I appreciate you guys. Uh, see you guys again, please next week. I love you. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Find a song. Tell me what song you guys sing when you wash your hands. And uh, if you go, I don't sing a song, then I think you're nasty. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you guys very much. Very, very mucho.